welcome to the Soar Community Network podcast with your host, Malie Ponpadit. Here, inside our community, we help each other see, own, articulate, and release our unique message and mission into the world. Uncover your gifts and talents, release your passions, own your purpose, and let's soar together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the SOAR Community Network podcast. I am your host, Mali Ponpadit, and today we have Tawana Smith with us. Tawana's experience as a professional basketball player, business owner, and financial advisor allows her to give comprehensive advice and perspective to other professional athletes regarding their sports branding, business management, and financial needs. Her company, The Athlete's Nexus, which means link, connect, or core, serves as the link between her professional athlete clients and potential sponsors, media, fans, business partners, and much more. Welcome to our podcast today, Tawana. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. Well, we have a lot to discuss today. There's so many projects you're working on and great things that you're doing for your clients. And one thing that I would love to start off by asking you is, you know, how did you uh, end up or decide that you wanted to pursue basketball? Right, right. Well, um, I'd like to say that it's in my blood. I had an older cousin who was drafted into the NBA, and I was fortunate enough to have a front row seat to his entire sports journey. Uh, I knew that it was something I wanted to be a part of, the energy, the passion that the players played with. Um, You know, it was just something that felt natural for me. And so, you know, having his guidance really helped introduce me to this game that introduced other opportunities. Uh, you know, to grow in business. So, um, so yeah, I guess it's, it's in my family. It's in my blood. So then when you, how old were you when you did first basically in your mind intentionally decide that was a career worth pursuing? And of course you saw it all around you. And I know, I mean, your cousin is Marcus Brown. And for those that follow basketball, I guess that's very important to kind of mention. Right. (laughs) Um, But I also do want you to have your own spotlight here. You know, you also were successful and you went in that direction And let's talk a little bit about your journey as an athlete, your journey as a basketball player. And then please share with us, like, what was it that influenced you to then also include financial planning in your, you know, in your portfolio, if you will? Right, right, right. Yeah, I would say I was about nine or ten when I started to become serious about, you know, pursuing it and knowing that it was what I wanted to do. And I remember uh, playing with a group of uh, boys uh, because I've always been, you know, more of the tomboy type, I guess. Um, And so I was playing with a group of boys and I fell and I uh, busted my chin and my elbow. And, you know, I had to get stitches ultimately, but I didn't want to come away from the court. And I didn't realize until that moment that, you know, I was developing my own love and passion for the game as well. Um, You know, it just happened to also work out that I was always interested in money and business. Um, My family didn't have a lot uh, when I grew up and it intrigued me. 
uh, for those that did. You know, it's like, man, how did they how did they achieve that level of success? How are they able to enjoy those things? And and you know, my parents they worked very very hard, um, you know, to to provide for my younger sister and I, but. I was always interested in, in that line of things. And it just so happened that I was able to use basketball to learn more about finances, to learn about business through my college education. And um, I knew that it would be a smooth transition um, to the other side. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do when I was younger, but as I uh, you know, grew and experienced more things um, at the hand of basketball, um, I just saw so many issues in the sports world, that being more educated in financial topics and business, I felt, would solve. Uh, so it was a natural transition for me to navigate to the other side of the ball and try to help other athletes learn about these topics in hopes of helping them use their platform to enact change. Well, so. you know, what I love about your background, and of course, we're going to share your bio when we release your episode here. But, you know, while you played at Ole Miss, you led the women's basketball team to its first NCAA tournament in years. And then after and following your MBA graduation, you went to play professionally. And I know that you were signed to play um, one year in Amsterdam and then you went to Spain. And what I loved about your um, bio, learning more about you, is that you had been approached by many different types of agents, advisors, everybody. Everybody starts showing up um, in terms of asking you, hey, can we manage your money? And what you found, which is really cool, uh, is that you really didn't meet anybody that you felt were completely honest, 100% helpful in your best interest. And so how much of that, really, that experience personally um, has helped you to claim this profession as yours? You know, I think sometimes when you go out and you choose a career or choose to launch a business, um, it's not always something that you've experienced firsthand. It's something maybe you've, you know, seen in a book or seen other people do. But when you personally experience it, doesn't it take it up a whole different level? It does. It does. And and you hit the nail on the head that, you know, those are things that I heard about. Those are things that I read about. But to actually experience someone tell me something that was not true, uh, you know, it was it was like, wow, if I'm getting this and I'm not even a millionaire yet. Right. Mm-hmm. I can imagine what those young athletes are are getting um, as far as information and how they're approached. And so that experience really allows me to connect with my clients because I do know firsthand what you're going through. Um, The difference is, you know, in part because of my educational background and the fact that I earned my master's degree before I went to play ball. So, you know, I had more of, um, I guess, more insight into what was true. And a lot of these young athletes don't know. You know, if you approach them the right way, you can make anything seem, you know, like the truth. And so I knew what they were going through. I knew what they were faced with. And having come from a background of not having a lot of money myself, I know how that, um, I guess, the security, you know, the trust that Mm -hmm. you'll put someone that you think knows. I, I could see how that could trip up a lot of athletes. And I think that that's essentially what happens a lot of the time. And so I've made it my mission, um, you know, to try to level the playing field just a little bit, um, you know, through information, information. Right. 
Well, I know that you decided to move in the direction of uh, being a financial rep or financial advisor. And then you recently decided um, to basically take your practice to a different level or to a new level. And you launched the Athletes Nexus last year. And it really is more, it's all encompassing. So it's not just the financial aspect, which is very important. It's still a key component of your business, but it's also sports marketing and business management solution as a whole for the NBA, NFL, and uh, international professional athletes all over. So, you know, you move in that direction. And of course, we're going to talk about your offerings. But first and foremost, we want to talk a little bit about business ownership, right? Right. What has been some of the uh, challenges and rewards of moving from that um, practice, that franchise approach into really launching something absolutely 100% of your own? Right, right. You know, I would say the greatest challenge, and I think this can apply to any discipline, you know, when you're starting up, um, the greatest challenge, I think, is the branding element, is to, you know, establishing my footing in the industry uh, to let people know, hey, this is who I am, this is what I do, and, um, and, and I'm pretty good at it, you know, right. I'm making to communicate that message um, to, you know, others in the industry and to my clientele, which is an up and coming athlete, you know, it really requires you to, um, you know, get into their shoes. That was something I have a marketing background. And so know your customer, right? That's mm-hmm. something that they drill in your head over and over and over again. And so when you're forming an offering, and that's something that I found, I've done this for the last 10 years unofficially, right? Um, even being hired on as an athlete's financial financial advisor, I found that I was managing so many aspects of their lives. And it just showed me, you know, all of these guys, you know, and young ladies are having the same issues. They have the same needs that are not being met. Um, And so, you know, number one, I wanted to approach it from a solutions, you know, uh, oriented uh, space. You know, what's the problem? Here's the solution. But I also, you know, had to let the other major players in the business know, you know, hey, number one, you're doing it wrong. And, and you know, let me show you how to do it in, in a way that my clients or my prospects, right, um, you know, could feel comfortable. You know what? This is a different spin, but hey, I want to I want to give this a go. Um, and I feel like doing that will enable me to change this whole conversation that we're having about sports, even if I have to do it one athlete at a time. So then how do you go about finding what you, you mentioned just uh, briefly prospects, right? You have clients and then you have prospects and um, just, you know, for for us to have a really lovely conversation here, Tawana, I was in a financial representative for many years. I had my practice for seven years. And okay. so, yes. Yeah, so when I'm asking you these questions, it's really interesting because when I decided to leave my financial practice and launch this basically marketing and technology firm. It was also to help my clients who primarily were business owners at the time have a holistic approach to their lives, to their brands, to their purpose, to their passion. And so when I read your bio, I was like, man, this is so cool because we're going to have a lot to talk about, you know? Um, Right. 
And so running a practice and running a business, you know, is really important to honestly understand how valuable the current clients are and how to maintain and keep those relationships going. And then prospecting, right? You have to be able to be out there consistently building relationships because the type of work you do and the type of work that I did as a financial rep and even today as um, a, you know, consultant for marketing and technology services, it's all still about relationships. Right, right, right. You know, I think that's the core of any business relationship, um, you know, the, the strength of the relationship and being genuine, right? And, um, you know, if it's something that you truly believe in, that will be communicated. Um, and so, yeah, I just, you know, I guess going back to, you know, my personal experience and, you know, something that came naturally for me, um, the sports industry, just to be a little specific there, is all about relationships. And you probably can relate that in in marketing and, um, you know, some of the other things that you do. It's all about relationships, Um, not just who you know, but um, what you can do Mm -hmm. as well. For someone else. Um, and I think that if everyone has that same mindset, which is, is how things work in the sports world, you know, everyone is trying to help one another to a certain extent, uh, uh, you know, trying to help one another. I think that, um, you know, ultimately everyone will win. Everyone will, will you know, succeed. Um, and that the the client, in my case, the athlete will feel that. They'll right. feel that energy. They'll feel, you know, feel that partnership. Um, because, you know, athletes are multifaceted, you know, yes, they have a lot of money, but as you found, um, you know, in the fact that you, you transition your entire practice to serve the other needs, um, you know, I think I, I followed a similar path, uh, in that regard, because, you know, even, you know, advising them on saving money, investing money, there were so many other things that were missing, um, you know, to fully bring them up to speed to everyone else that had an opportunity to learn how to balance a checkbook, uh, you know, and learn how to integrate processes in their lives to help guide their decisions about who they work with, Um, you know, how they spend their money, how they invest their time when they're not participating in their sport. Those are the areas that that I saw. And and I just had to take a step back, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. Vision. I just had to take a step back and see, hey, what's wrong? These young men and women are making millions of dollars a year. And then within a few years, it's gone. All right. Well, even helping them put into place good financial um, discipline and uh, financial literacy, learning about the different areas of their uh, financial picture, there's still something missing. There was still something that that was not connecting. And I thought that it went back to an athlete's uh, self-development, their their the branding elements. Truthfully, you know, who are you outside of being an athlete? And I think any entrepreneur should ask themselves that. Who are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, beyond being a business person, we all have multiple talents. And if we can explore that area of things and do a self-assessment, you know, there'll be so many opportunities for additional income streams and to also touch someone else's life. Yes. I love that. I love that. I think it's so important to also remember that whatever your title is, whatever industry or profession that you're in, 
that's just one facet of who you are. Like one thing that we do very similar to the branding side of your business is really helping all of our clients who come into the fold map out their vision, their mission, their core values. I mean, truly map it out. We have what's called the SOAR mapping process. And the reason why we do that, Damana, is also very much like you, helps them holistically see their entire life. Not just their title, not just their profession or their industry, but who they are at the soul level. Because everything else then becomes so much more clear and success is now also tapped back into significance and happiness and bliss starts to funnel back up, you know? Right, 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 (laughs) right. So I love what you just said there because it is about the person. It's about the soul. It's about the passion and the purpose and the service. What is mine to do in this world? Who am I here to serve? And what am I uniquely created, gifted um, with to be able to go and make a difference in my community and in the world. So yes, yes, yes. I absolutely (laughs) love what you're doing. So now, I mean, we can talk about this topic forever, but I do want to talk a little bit about some of your upcoming programs. You and I talked a little bit about this before we started our interview. So post-show, you mentioned that there's a book and you mentioned that there's some courses coming down for for your clients. So let's talk a little bit about your programs and how they can benefit your clients and potential future clients. Right, right. Yeah, well, you know, and you understand sometimes as a business person, you have to, um, you know, do those periodic evaluations and you may have to make adjustments as, you know, the business flows. And that's that's exactly what um, I've done. In addition to, you know, forming and launching the Athletes Nexus, um, I have published a book uh, in March of this year entitled Surviving the Lights, a Professional Athlete's Playbook to Avoiding the Curse. Uh, this book is designed to reach athletes before they become pros at the high school and collegiate levels to help them and their parents navigate uh, various issues on the business side of sports. And it doesn't matter if it's football, basketball, or, or another sport, but there are things that these athletes are faced with that uh, trip up a lot of athletes, you know, hence my title to help them avoid the curse that comes with sports. And so I wanted to get some information in their hands uh, before they became pros to help them prepare and to create their plan and their blueprint to navigate those issues so that they can maximize their time as a professional athlete. Um, Building on that philosophy and that concept, I have also uh, been in the process of creating an athlete coaching system, uh, which is named the same uh, as my book, Surviving the Lights. Uh, with that same goal in mind, to provide insight um, and not just give information, but to give resources to, uh, you know, these young athletes and their families. I always say, I don't have to know everything. I just need to know where to find an answer, (laughs) Uh, you know, when I needed it. And so I wanted to be able to provide those resources as well so that I could also hold these young athletes and their families accountable um, it's not just to give, give, give on one side. Let me give you the information. Let me give you the answer. Let me also give you the resources so that you're not still just dependent on me or another professional to fill in the blanks for you, but that you are equipped to do your homework, do your research and move forward informed and in charged. And so my coaching system 
will launch on October 2nd, and I'm very excited um, about this project uh, as well. So, you know, but make sure that, that you look for it and you check it out and, and remember that we heard it here first. This is my first time talking about it. Oh, so. that's great. Well, I'm happy that you decided to share it with us today. And I know that our audience will be very happy to know that it's something uh, available for them. I mean, we live in the Washington, D.C. area, and there's tons of athletes, tons right. of different um, sports teams all around us. And I know this is going to be of interest. So let's talk now a little bit about something that interests me about you. Okay. You are a woman who is in the financial um, services industry, who is also a female athlete. Like we see so much about male athletes, which is wonderful and it's great and kudos for all their successes. But I love to talk about women athletes, you know, (laughs) we don't have a chance to talk about women athletes as much as I think we would, I would like to, and I would like to see more of. So what's it like to be a woman in two fields that are primarily dominated by men? And we can keep it positive, but, you know, we can also talk about the challenges because I think Mm -hmm. it is a neat thing for you to show up in those two industries and and doing it bravely, boldly, and successfully. Right, right. You know, it is, it it does have its challenges um, as far as some of the preconceptions uh, that may be attached to my ability to perform just because I am a woman. Um, And truthfully... I look forward to that challenge, and maybe it's the athlete in me that is used to competing, but I look forward to that challenge because I believe so in what I do. Uh, I I am very passionate about helping athletes and their families and even other professionals. Um, you know, I do, and this is something I didn't mention about my coaching system. I do have a system included for business professionals who want to work with athletes. Um, I'm approached quite often. Uh, from different individuals in various business fields who, you know, are just having trouble learning the sports industry and trying to break in. And so, you know, I'm passionate about advancing this entire game, you know, all the way around. And so I look forward to the challenge, you know, count me out. You know, I haven't met anyone yet that I have not impressed or changed their mind. So, um, you know, I don't see it as such because at the end of the day, it's all about, you know, our ability to enact change. And as you said earlier, we all have different talents and gifts and I'm just thankful to be operating in mind. So yes, the challenges exist. Yes. You can see a lot of the preconceptions, um, you know, about, um, you know, like I said, my ability to, to, to do my job. Um, but once, once I've met someone and we've worked together for a short period of time, um, you can see the ice breaking, uh, you know, you can see them opening up and understanding that, you know, at the end of the day, that's, that's a very shallow way to think. Um, but it does exist. You know, I, I will be honest. It does exist. Yeah. So regardless, male or female, what right. advice would you give personal advice as well as possibly financial advice, but more personal development um, and empowerment advice, would you give to young athletes that aren't even approached yet by any agents or they really just love the idea of being in sports, of being active, of possibly pursuing a career in the sports arena? 
But what right. would you say, you know, they're six, seven, eight, nine years old. I mean, you were nine when you really remembered thinking, okay, I want to pursue this. What advice would you give to our youngsters who really want to move in this direction? Right, right. You know, I have two pieces of advice. One, believe in yourself. Um, if you don't believe that you can accomplish great things, if it's in your sport or even using your sport to, you know, be the platform to another uh, area that you're interested in, if you don't believe in yourself, those things will not happen. You know, you can't move forward in doubt, um, you know, or, or without the confidence that you need um, to compete and succeed. So number one, believe in yourself. Number two, you owe it to yourself to arm yourself with the information and resources that you need for each step of your sports journey. That way you are in control of your journey, right? At the end of the day, you want to be able to look back and say, you know what? I made the best decision for me. Um, not just what someone told me to do, which happens in sports. You know, we, we usually are used to being coached and led and, you know, people telling us where to be and at what time and what to do. But you want to be able to look back with no regrets to say, you know what, I made the best decision for me and for my career. And with that, um, I can be at peace with where I am. So, yeah. yeah. Now let, let's move into advice for those that do have now the opportunity to play professionally and they're starting to get those dollars in. They're not quite at the, the highest peak of professional yet, um, but, you know, they're starting to get some money. What advice would you give them? Right. You know, I would definitely, um, you know, tell them really they could use the, the same two pieces of advice um, as far as <laughs> believing in yourself and arming yourself with information. But to build on that, you know, I would uh, encourage them to uh, improve their financial literacy. Um, and to still be very conservative um, in their investments, to err on the side of savings um, rather than investing until they learn and understand the risks that they're taking. Uh, the reason is the is that, you know, the sports career is, is very short. The average professional athlete plays three to five years, okay? Mm -hmm. You know, if you're the majority of your lifetime earning potential at that level is, 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 you know, very packed together in three to five years, and you've got to operate the rest of your life off of that and probably provide for other family members. It's very important that, number one, you maximize all your income opportunities, but two, once you get that income, you know, you've got to you've got to hold on to it and be very, very conservative um, until you can understand the different investment options available to you. And, um, you know, you're willing to take on that risk. So, you know, in the meantime, though, be conservative. <laughs> Save rather than invest. Now, one last one last category here. You also work with lots of retired and veteran sportsmen. So what would advice would you give to uh, folks that have been there, had all their fortunes come in and now they're not playing anymore? 
Right, right. You know, I one thing that I, I focus on with my clients as active athletes um, is to develop that second skill. You know, mm-hmm. figure out what else you're good at, what else you're passionate about. So we can develop that skill so that when you're done as an active player and that expiration date is coming physically, you know, they, they all have to, to hang up their shoes at one point. You know, you can transition into something else that you are just as good at right? You're not just a successful athlete. You are a total success. Um, And something that you find, you know, some type of joy and happiness in doing. Um, For that athlete that has already transitioned out, it's not too late for you to explore your other strengths, um, you know, or even some of your weaknesses so that you know where to devote energy and areas so that that weakness can become a strength. Um, I think it's important that athletes have something else to hold on to when they're done, uh, not just for the cash flow, right, that you'll miss uh, from your from a steady paycheck, but um, also from filling their time with something fulfilling uh, to avoid some of the mental health issues that we see occur in sports, um, you know, in athletes post-career. So, Figure out what that second skill is. And if you have any questions, call me uh, because that's that's what I do. That's what I do with my clients. Well, I love it. I love the holistic approach. Thank you so much for your time. And I want to make sure that uh, folks can find you and learn more about you. So what's the best way to uh, learn about your programs and to reach out to you? Yes. So, um, you know, I have information about my business on our website, theathletesnexus.com. I am also on social media. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, The Athletes Nexus. Um, And you can connect with me on LinkedIn, um, you know, by my name, Tawana Smith. That's so great. Well, any final thoughts or comments before we close out? It's been such a pleasure speaking with you. And I know that you and I will have a lot to talk about offline, but uh, I'd love to have you have share some last words of wisdom to our audience here today. Right. You know, the, the, the one thing I guess I'd like to leave, and this is for, you know, any professional or um, truthfully anyone listening, um, you know, you have an opportunity to do and be anything that you want. And that's true. Sometimes it sounds cliche, but it's true. But whatever step you take in that direction, you must believe that you can do it. Otherwise, right? Otherwise, um, that will come across to everyone that you come in contact with. You know, they'll be able to see through. You've got to believe in yourself. Be sure, be confident and know that at the end of the day, you can be successful. Well, Tawana, I wish you all the success in the world. It looks like you're um, really doing something you love that yes. you're you're obviously built to do. And I know that your clients are better off because you they have you by their side, someone that they can trust. So uh, keep it up. I'd love to you know follow you and see how things are happening when the officially the book is out um, in terms of our audience reaching out and learning more about it and the course and all that good stuff. So again, I thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me. And I hope that I've said something to help someone else as well. So thank you. Absolutely. Well, everyone, again, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the SOAR Community Network podcast. To be a part of our community, subscribe to our podcast and learn more about our upcoming leadership development events and our annual summit. 
please go to soarcommunitynetwork.com and uh, you can always reach us at info at soarcommunitynetwork.com. We look forward to bringing you more great stories and we will talk to you very, very soon. Take care, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of SOAR Podcast. Join us by visiting soarcommunitynetwork.com.